previously on Adventure. We began season three with our adventurers watching aghast as Thrace was sucked into a swirling black vortex. You made your way to the palace and into the throne room, where you met the acquaintance of Oric, who referred to Thrace as his sister of sorts. But as soon as you got a little salty with him, you heard the familiar noise and felt the ground open up under you as you began to drop down into a portal. So you found your way to a cave and you met the acquaintance of a young druid named Balak. Hey guys. You walked up a path and were met with the sight underneath an overhang of five large figures crouched underneath an overhang. And Redfield, when he snuck closer, could see that it was five dragonborn. Two of them were lying down on a cot and one of the ones on the cot was Thrace. Redfield takes a look, um, stiffens for a moment when he sees who it is and then slinks back towards the group. Good news, guys. I think we might get out of here sooner than I, we thought because we found who we were looking for. Thrace? The royal family? Thrace is there, yes. Oh. And two other two other dragonborns. Does they look friendly? Um, I want to ask you a question. What, what level of certainty you have that's really the Thrace that we know? I'm just asking... Because I think that we've all been, in one time or another, a situation where who someone says they is, isn't really who they are. Um, I have a, a very gut feeling. Some, a voice in my head is letting me know that this is definitely Thrace. That voice has a British accent. <laughs> it has a British accent. <laughs> she, it kind of sounds like Thrace. <laughs> I think it's Thrace. What? What? You, you guys have a lot going on, huh? <laughs> yeah, it's complicated. Hey, n- hey you got Sorry. it. Why don't you tone it down a bit? Oh, oh okay. Sorry. <laughs> Let's figure out. I think. I think the best course of action is probably for us to to kill her. We we, we need to kill her. Normally, I would agree with you. Um, in this case, probably not. We should probably go up, make ourselves known, and figure out what's going on. And Henley just puts a finger on his nose. Because he does not, not want to do it. I think you should definitely do it. In my, if where I come from, when you put a finger on your nose, it means I want to do it. So Henley wants to do it. I agree with that. Yeah, right? I've seen right? that. Yeah, I've seen that. Balak? Oh. I, and ba- Balak's just touching his uh, finger to his nose like, am I doing it right, kind of? Perfect. <laughs> oh. That's perfect. Well, you two gentlemen oh. can go right up there then. Well, well played, short bush. And uh, Henley just starts wandering over without a care in the world, <laughs> up to five dragonborn. That is that right? It's five of them. Yes, five of them. Two of them are right. prone on cots, but five of them in total. Yes. So with, without a care, uh, Henley, Henley just, just walk. walks on up. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no stealth. Just walking straight up to him. All right. And uh, as he is prone to do. Uh, okay. Oi! Is that you, Thrice? <laughs> So at this point, um, the largest but still clearly female um, of the Dragonborn stands up, turns around, and her eyes flash red. And she says, Who are you? Don't come any closer. Um, I'm, I'm Enli, and why not? But, but because I, I want s- to. I, because I said so, I, I will scorch you. Oh, l- l- listen, listen, lady. I- I'm not sure who you, you think you are, and I-, I certainly know you don't know who I am. That's my friend, and I want to talk to her. So, uh, a buzz off, will you? 
you know this this you know my daughter? Oh, you, oh, oh snap! You, 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 you're Mrs. Thrace. Wait, no. You, okay. Oh. You're, you're very confusing, small, small man. Uh, I my- am not a man. I am a half elf rogue. I wouldn't say that. I would just say half elf. <laughs> okay. Well, you're you're still considerably smaller than me, man. So, so oh. why don't you tell me? My name hey, is... Hey, everyone, why don't you come over here? I need, I need your help with the, with the giant lady who's not listening to me. No, everyone? It's, 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 yes. So at this point, all three of you are going to walk out. Uh, That's up to them. I'm going to stay sort of in the shadows behind. <laughs> well, you are naturally, up. and you are able to hide behind any creature bigger than you, yes. right? So you're just going to stay S- behind. Stay behind, and, and my elven cloak... Cloak of Elvenkind gives me uh, like more. Um, okay, stealth. so as far as she's concerned, Julian and Balak are, are walking mm-hmm. up to her as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Bal- Balak's just Balak's just like fo- like he kind of just followed behind Henley and was like kind of standing back a little bit the whole time. Okay. And, uh, did Did you just call me over? I called everybody over. Okay. Yeah, and he yeah he just starts walking over there. Okay. Um, madam, madam. Uh, I don't want to say ignore my friend, but it is getting raucous a little early. We are friends of your daughter. We've shared many adventures, and she disappeared through a portal some bit ago. Oh. And we've been on her trail and found ourselves through another portal. And now here, huh. and here you are. What, what has happened well, here? My name is Socrata. I am the Dragonborn Queen. These are my daughters, Phoebe, Luna, and Thrace. And this is the king of our kingdom, Balthazar the Friendly. Who are you? And how do you know my daughter? Oh, I just want... Uh, I, I, I think we will, uh, we'll answer that in a moment. Oh, I just want Phoebe, like, yeah, Thrace, which is not really a name, and Luna, which is kind of like a name, and then Phoebe, which is a name. I'm just wondering wh- wh- where you got that from. It, it, never mind. Quiet. I do not wish to talk to this small man anymore. You, I will talk to you. Hendley, shh, just for a second, just for a second. And and Hendley just kind of like sits down, kind of deflated. So you, you, sir. Your majesty. Thank you. Yes, well, you have earned that right, obviously. We found ourselves in the remnants of your kingdom. It is in disarray, to say the least. It is being... Oh, no. Ill, this is... Ill-managed, and our quest was to find your daughter. Well, this is terrible news. I, I have to say, we, we were all just going about our day, and uh, all of a sudden we were falling and falling. Balthazar has not regained consciousness since we fell. His age, I believe, has made him vulnerable in this place. The oddest thing was we looked around and realized... My youngest daughter, Thrace, was also here. It has been many moons since she has been home to our lair, so she has also lost the strength needed to survive this dark place. However, I did not realize that there was anything wrong at home. What, what, what did you see? Oh, we saw some shit. He's, that he's, man is speaking again. He is speaking the truth this time. We have a usurper on the throne. A usurper? Mm-hmm. Uh, he must be the one who did this to my family. Perhaps we can join forces and find a way 
to benefit you, yourself, your kingdom, your family, and us as well. well that, been, which will I've make been... my little friend happy, right, Hendley? Shh, be nice and, here. And, and, he's, and he's not paying attention. He's just mouthing, usurper? <laughs> like, <laughs> hoping someone's going to help him out. <laughs> and who is this other man here? This, this other strange-looking man who smells rather strange. Are you talking to me? Um, <laughs> no, I, yes, no. <laughs> yes, I am. You, you oh, strange I, man. I'm, I'm not sure how I got here. Uh, all I heard, uh, maybe someone can tell me about these portals, because uh, I don't, I don't even know what's going on here. Do you know my daughter, Thrace? Um, no, I don't. I don't know. I don't know many people. I don't even. I don't even really know know these people. He is new to our our merry band. I'm sorry. None of this is making very much sense to me, but. He's, he's, he's on a probationary period, miss. We're, we're trying him out. Somebody yes. please tell the small man to be quiet. <laughs> he is testing my patience. He, he must come and try mine sometime. Um, he, he'll grow on you. I tr- trust me. He has on us. Like fungus, but he's grown on us. I, I want to use my illusory script. Okay. Which, which basically is a written message that uh, only me and designated creatures can read and understand and it's going to be I want to basically be a uh, mom these are my friends signed in Thrace's hand so he hands the note to the queen the queen looks at it and says what is this what is this note and Henley just looks around and like with the you told me not to talk face this strange little man passed me this note it's well known that Thrace is not able to write this well I mean she, she, she got she got better in, in our company, she got a lot better. Okay. This man is confusing me. He does that to us, too, so here and there. Redfield from the shadows says, All right, enough is enough. Who is this? And you see a blue light of his cigarette in the, in the dark, and then, he, <laughs> and then he walks out into the light and takes his hood off and says, okay. Hello, Queen Sagrata. Hello. I, I recognize you somehow, but... Uh, Hmm. This whole thing has been confusing to me. I, I do know that we are in Shadowfell and that we need to leave Shadowfell. And I need you to help me get back home. Because if this is going on, I need to be back home with my husband. And he needs to be out of this place very, very soon. Because I don't think he has the strength to stay here. Now, the last time uh, we walked through here and found this small port in the storm, um, we, in, we came across a band of shadowy manticores, and when we finished them off, because we are dragonborn, uh, we interrogated the last one. He told us of a structure that is a little way out from here. It's, a, it's not too far, but it is too dangerous to travel at night. So if you wish for us all to go, you should join us around the fire for a long night's rest. Hello, listeners. This is Justin with another quick intermission. Um, We have some more Henley reads this week, so thanks again for keeping the iTunes reviews coming in. Very appreciated, and just thanks for all the listeners that I always seem to see uh, online that are shouting us out and recommending us to people who are looking for D&D podcasts or just something fun to listen to. 
So we see that and you know, thanks. Um, this episode um, has tabletop audio, um, background sounds, and battle bards, and a few um, music cues I used this week um, from plate mail games um, who have partnered with battle bards and um, brought a whole, whole new library, a lot of new things. Um, check it out. Yeah, um, plate mail games uh, on the battlebards.com uh, website. Well, I guess that's about it. Thanks for sticking around, and um, here's some more of your reviews. Uh, Thanks again, and talk to you in two weeks. All right. I guess we're at this again. I want to say something to my friend Blowfish, too. Thank you for saying what you said. Love the show. Super nice people getting together and having a lot of fun playing Dungeons and Dragons. Very interesting storyline that takes the characters out of the traditional D&D world and into a more familiar setting. Keep up the good work. I'll think we will, Blowfish, too. Orin Marrow had this to say to us. Amazing for all levels of players. Listen to every episode out while driving at work this week. You guys are great. Interesting and unique campaign compared to any I've ran or played in. Good balance of action and humor and plenty of suspense. Love how you guys are letting every player be the DM. I'm sure it's easier on you guys. Something my playgroup is starting to do. You guys are absolutely horrible with the rules. That's one of the best parts of the show. It's comforting to new players, but reminds the seasoned players how the rules are not the most important part and often take away from the game. Great show. Great players. Great sound effects. Would recommend 100%. Honestly, enjoy this just as much as the Drizzt books. Thanks, Orin Marrow. Want to say something to JYE09? Well, he want to say to us, most interesting. I've been looking for a D&D podcast for a while. And I started this one from the beginning off what I heard in a recent one by mistake. And from the start, I feel like I'm learning with them. I love this. It's the most interesting. Um, I think the most interesting thing, JYE09, is that it looks like your thought got completely destroyed in the middle of it, but that's all right. And lastly, from Nickname Appears Here, calling us the greatest D&D Love Play podcast. I've been listening to a lot of D&D Love Play podcasts, trying to find the one that's just right for me. An adventure met all my criteria. Great voice acting, DMing, group relationships, and banter in and out of character. 5E from the start. It even has sound effects that add to the feeling of being in Faerun. Thank you so much for sharing your D&D adventures with me every day when I'm on my way to and from work and doing chores around the house. You're welcome, nickname appears here. You are welcome.
So at this point, I want you to set up your camp for the night and you're going to stay here till the morning. So whatever you need to do, and we're going to take the opportunity to level up with this long rest. All right. But I also want you to put some thought into setting up your camp for the night when we come back from leveling up. Okay. <laughs> okay. Bearing in mind where we, just bearing in mind where we are. Okay. I got you. Okay, so Bobby is going to jump up one level, which is not really going to do a huge amount for him, but it's but he is already one level higher than the rest of you anyway. Yeah, I might prov- it, all that happens is at 13 is my proficiency bonus goes to plus 5 from plus 4. So, so Redfield is leveled up. I'm leveled up. <laughs> so Julian, we will level up Julian. And I'm going to need help walking through this bit. <laughs> <laughs> so we are going to pull him up to level, what level are you at right now? 11. Yeah. So 13, that's where you are. You're going to pull him to over about 2? Yeah. Okay. Because you're at 13, right? Yeah, I'm at 13. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to pull everyone up too. So at 12th, you get an ability score improvement. And the, the calculation changes as to like how many um, spells you can um, use. Yeah, so he's got um, at level tw- at level sorry level twelve, he gets ability score improvement, which is either one in two different ones, or you can put two into one. That's it. Yeah. Um, so you can put plus two into something, or you can put okay. plus one into two things. Uh, and then at thirteen, you get the you get your proficiency goes up to plus five. That's okay. that, that's what you get. Oh, you now you're gonna have uh, one seventh level spell slot. You're almost at the max. Ninth level is the highest level spells left. Ninth level spells are crazy in this game, too. Like, there's one, there's one, you can just build an entire castle. (laughs) That sounds pretty, that sounds pretty awesome. And then just live there and the game's over? Um, And if you cast it every day for like a cup for like a week, it lasts forever and you don't have, it just stays there. Okay. Well, that's something. Yeah. (laughs) Goals. Goals. I know, right? Yeah, yeah. Squad goals, for sure. Um, Yeah. Look at your character sheet, Bob. What uh, what, what scores do you want to improve? Uh, let's see. I can have two on one or just one, right? Uh, one on two. One on two. One on two. Well, I have lousy strength, so I think I should probably. It, well, yeah, but I think I think that like. That's not as important for you. Yeah. Glass okay. cannon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would suggest, yeah, just whatever your intelligence and, thing uh, is. Intelligence and wisdom. Okay. So you might want to think about putting two into one to get a plus four on something, if you want to do that instead. Yeah. I would say put put, put them into intelligence. Put them both into intelligence. Okay. And go up to 18 on intelligence, which gives you plus four. Yeah, so all your spellcasting stuff is going to be another... Because your spellcasting modifier is intelligence. It's pure intelligence. Okay. So, um... Right. Is that in the very opposite of Henley? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then your proficiency is now plus five. Um... So, um, yeah, exactly. Plus five. So that means like anything, you see the things you have the dots filled in on Bob, just so Mm -hmm. you know, for your, for your reference, whatever score you have there goes up another one. You get more hit points too. So you, yeah, whatever your hit dice are, D6. yeah, you get to roll that twice, uh, but I think your con modifier is zero, right? (laughs) Yeah. His constitution modifier is zero. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. D6 plus two. But times two, right? Yeah, D6 times two. So if you want to roll two D6s, Bob. Or you can take the average if you want. Either one. So you can roll two D6 and you add that to your total hit points. (laughs) One. (laughs) Oh, that's not. And four. (laughs) Five. Which I think is probably pretty close to the. What would be the average, Justin? Do you even know? 
Uh, what was he? What was he rolling? Two d six. D six. Two. So yeah. just six. Six. six would be the average. So just six, yeah. just six, six points. Okay, so, so I, I'm at 41 hit points, so it'd make it 47. 47, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, so I think uh, Bob's done. Um, I'm done. Okay, uh, so moving on to who wants to go first, Balak or Hendley? Uh, well, here's the thing. I mean, giving Andy my sheet, I feel like he leveled me up because I'm currently at 13. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, okay cool. But, but, so, but I... Yeah, I mean, my armor class is a 17. My hit points are 83. Yeah, you probably... So could you just give us a quick little rundown of any new abilities or spells that you gained Um, in that? Yeah, so I got to third level uh, spell, for which I uh, believe fear is what I chose. My dex, I'm up to 20 with a plus 5. Nice. Uh, Constitution's at 14 with a plus 2. Charisma's 16 with a plus 3. No other... Real abilities. I mean, there, I mean, there's a bunch of stuff that I had never filled in. Uh, I, I I added the ice knife and uh, suggestion and web to my spells as well. Um, but yeah, my proficiency is up to five now. And you, uh, Brian, at thirteenth, you get a roguish archetype feature. I don't. Did you? You did that? I don't know that I did. You get Brian at level thirteen. Well, I don't know if you've been paying attention to this, Brian, but at level nine, you got magical ambush. Which is if you are hidden from a creature when you cast a spell on it, the creature has disadvantage on any saving throw it makes against the yeah, spell. Yeah, I'm looking this turn. at that too. And Versatile's Trickster at 13th. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that is Hendley, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Mine's going to be pretty quick. Yeah, mine's going to okay. be pretty quick. Um, so I just get some more ability. Um, I think I'm just going to put them in my constitution. So I'll be up to a 20 in constitution. Oh, oh wow! Nice. Now, what do you pull? Like, what what's key for you that you pull out of there? Um, wisdom, which I have a twenty in actually uh, right now. Um, I got some good rolls, but again, I have a six in charisma. So right, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which and is that's, perfect. I'm never I'm never gonna change that. Um, exactly. Well, that's why I kept uh, think Thrace's intelligence or wisdom at pretty low. Yeah. It's more. It's more fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna roll for my hit points. Two uh, d8s. I got a seven and a five. Nice. Okay. Um, and uh, my only kind of new thing here um, that I'm just eyeballing uh, my seventh, seventh level druid spells that I can do. One of them looks fun. Reverse gravity. And regenerate, so maybe if, you know, anyone dies, maybe I can help. Awesome. <laughs> That's good. Well, Redfield has a couple of good spells for that as well, so I think it will definitely help balance out. Um, yeah. There'll be less of, uh, of Julian lying on the floor peeing, hopefully. That's a good thing. <laughs> okay, so everybody's leveled up? Everybody's leveled up. Okay, so now if you want to, uh, you ready to take your long rest? <sighs> yeah. Yes. Yes? Yes. All good? Okay. Now, you are in Shadowfell, so it probably would have been a good idea maybe to, you know, set up some alarms or some kind of warning. But you didn't. It's not my thing. Well, <laughs> well, well, I mean, we we can we can leave some. Oh, well, yes, we all we all do need to rest. Okay. So you do you have a rest, but in the middle of the night, Redfield, 
You you feel a hand grab you by the throat and another hand push a large branch down on you, pinning you to the floor. And someone shouts, The first time I met you, I thought I recognised you, but it took me a while to figure out where you were from, Jonah. And you look up and Samuel... The mysterious figure who first informed you of the troubles in the Dragon Kingdom is the one holding you down. During the war, it was you that snuck in and tried to murder my master. And now here you are again trying to sneak up on him. Explain yourself, halfling. Well, I... You are... Right, that was what I tried to do all those years ago. And at this point, everybody else is starting to stir from the commotion, so all of you guys are going to hear what's happening right now. I was... I was supposed to kill your master, but I didn't. You want credit for that? I don't want any credit. (laughs) I shouldn't have been there in the first place. You people brought me in, you trusted me. It was my job to betray people who trusted me. Jonah, that is no Hmm. excuse. You can trust me that I'm I'm paying for it every day. And when he says that, he sort of like grabs at his chest and he's like rubbing at something under under his under his shirt. Um, and at that moment, he grabs the cigarette and and smokes it a little bit, and then he seems to relax a little bit. At this point, Samuel slaps him around the face and says, "How am I supposed to believe you? You were you were our friend. You were in our court with us. You were always in the background, always in the shadows." And then there was the day you tried to kill him. And now I'm supposed to believe that you've changed? This is my attempt to be better. I came here willingly. Well, not here. (laughs) I went to the Dragonborn Kingdom willingly to to try to fix the damage that I caused and to try to explain to all of you who I betrayed what has happened. We ended up here, but it is my vow, even though it may be the last thing I'm able to do, is to get Balthazar out of this realm and to safety. Samuel at this point looks around at the rest of you and says, do you people have any idea who this person is that you're traveling with? Jonah, have you told them who you are? So as as the commotion was happening, you were all woken up. You all heard what he just, what their conversation was. And he now looks around at you and says, do any of you know who this person is that you're traveling with? Do you know the real Jonah? And Henley erupts into what can only be described as a Drax-style laugh, pointing at Redfield and saying, Jonah, your name is Jonah. Well, wait, wait, is your name Jonah? No. (laughs) And Samuel looks at him and goes, who is this stupid man? This is Henley, you a good judge of character. Um, he is a stupid man, but uh, oh, I my thought name you were saying that to me. Never mind. I, I was going to give you a <laughs> thumbs up. <laughs> Point proven. Um, but uh, my name is not Jonah. What is your name? My name is Redfield. See, another lie. But yet I'm supposed to believe you and trust you that you're here for good reasons. You're still lying. I... I'm just telling, I'm telling you the truth. I don't know what the truth is with you. His, his actions have proven himself to be trustworthy to us. I don't know any of you that well, and I thought I could trust you, and I thought you could all help me. Um, at, at this point, Balak is, just sits down, and he just starts eating some, like, rations and watching. 
and Samuel's just going to look over and just uh, he's just like a, he looks at him he's a little confused like he's as aware as everybody else is that this guy seems to be a little out of place <laughs> I can I will tell you everything you want to know I will sit down with you with the queen well there is no time for that right now what I need to know is that you're not part of this plan and you're not part of this plot and you're not part of the reason that my king and my queen and, and my my uh, oh my, my king and queen's God. children are here. Oh, who is this man? Julian, can you just cast that zone of truth and 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 and, and make sure this thing all go away? Well, I think okay. I'm the one who has zone of truth. <laughs> uh, I I made a mistake. I'm only a half elf. Okay, you you have magic that you can prove to me that you're not part of this? I will cast Zone of Truth on myself. Okay. And you can ask me any question that you wish. Okay. That seems fair, doesn't it? I'm, I'm willing to go along with this for now, Redfield, yes. I've, are, are you now under the, the spell of Zone of Truth? And, and how long does it last for? I am not under the spell of it yet. How long it lasts for is... Long enough. I'm not... Uh, it lasts for ten minutes. And at oh. this point, the, the Dragonborn have also all woken up, apart from Thrace and the King, and Socrata pipes in with, um, do you have a zone of silence for the stupid man? Well, I think that Julian actually does. <laughs> 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 I'll have to look for that and, one. It's and, and, and Henley looks at Julian with like actual fearful eyes. Yeah. <laughs> don't shrink me. Don't make me silent. <laughs> don't, don't seal your lips with I, lightning. I can send him to another plane of existence. <laughs> if that's what you want. Yeah. Let's just start with the do- zone of truth okay. for now, please. Okay, okay. Oh, I, hey, hey, I've been working on that one. And ba- <laughs> Balak, Balak oh. actually talks like well. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. What was going on? Sorry. We're kind of in the middle of a old a sort of like thing. Oh, Intrigue. Oh, okay. Oh, all right. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, my friend. Um, so and Re- Samuel, Samuel's going back and forth between a confused look on his face and an angry look. Uh, so Redfield basically just sticks out his finger, yep. points it at his own head, and cat his own truth on himself. Okay. When was the last time you pooped yourself? Uh, when <sighs> I was... 24. Is this in game? <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is in game. I just want to get that one in. All you. All okay, you. Okay, All right. okay, okay. Handley, Handley, we only have a few minutes here. Stop, yes. Stop. So, um, okay, so I, I'm just going to ask this because I really don't have time. I need to help my family. Did you have anything to do with them being here? Absolutely not. Do you intend to help me get them out of here? Absolutely, I do. Well, I guess I'm just going to have to believe you. And since you've cast Zone of Truth, I guess there is some truth that I will be needing to tell you as well. Uh-oh. I don't know what this is. <laughs> That's not really how it works, but I'm, I'm, I'm down. <laughs> I guess it, your spell bled out a little bit. <laughs> yeah. 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 So there is, uh, there is something everyone Contact needs high. to... <laughs> there is something everyone needs to know and maybe should have known a long time ago. And Samuel glances at Socrata and then looks back at you. When my master was younger, he wasn't always a good king or husband. 
I was privy to the knowledge of an affair he had with a young dragon from the Ice Kingdom. She bore him a son. You've met him. His name is Auric. And he is right now sat on the throne that rightfully belongs to my master. When the child was born, my master was aware of my ability to open portals to the Shadowfowl and commanded me to throw the baby down there so as to not reveal the, his presence to the, his queen. The baby, however, not only survived, but became imbued with the dark energy of the Shadowfell, and I believe is responsible for the king's current situation. My master's family just aren't strong enough to move, and I do not have the power to be able to open a portal big enough to rescue them all. I need you to go ahead. I will care for the master and his family like I have always done. Auric has the power to open a portal and bring them home. But if he will not, then you will need to rip his heart from his chest and lay it on the floor of the lair, and I will be able to use his power to open a portal from here. Awesome! <laughs>